welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Each week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with listeners just like you all across America. Our goal is to help educate and motivate our audience with these inspirational business stories. All of our guests are people who are absolutely getting it done in West Virginia, and I'm convinced we can all learn a lot from their experience and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Todd Turner and his family company, Appalachian Glass. Todd, are you ready to get down to business? Bring it, Jim. All right, Todd. I'm so glad to have you on the podcast to share your your company story. And it's really fascinating. I love family businesses. And Todd Turner is with Appalachian Glass, located in Weston, West Virginia, in Lewis County. And it's it's a really great story because this is the third generation of glass blowers and glass manufacturing. Uh, Back in 1982, Todd's father, uh, Chip Turner, found his passion for glass during a vocational glass blowing course at Lewis County High School. That's the, that's, that was the seed. After graduation, he began working at the West Virginia Glass Specialty Company and then went on to the Louis Glass Company and eventually worked his way up to becoming the furnace and facilities manager at Princess House Manufacturing. The experience Todd's dad got in product development, engineering, maintenance, wholesale and retail sales led him to want to start his own glass business in 2001. Fast forward to today and Todd Turner has now taken up the glass blowing calling. In addition to having their own gift shop located in Weston, uh, West Virginia that families and tour buses make frequent stops at during the year, Appalachian Glass also supplies gift shops and state parks throughout the country with glass products. During the summer and fall months, you can catch them making glass on-site with their travel studio at popular fairs and festivals throughout the state of West Virginia, such as the Mountain State Art, Art and Craft Fair, the Leaf Peepers Festival, the Forest Festival, and the Black Walnut Festival. This is pretty cool. In 2013, Appalachian Glass was selected as one of 30 artists to represent the state of West Virginia to celebrate the sesquicentennial at the Art and Culture History Museum in Charleston. In 2017, Appalachian Glass was recognized by TripAdvisor as a top 10 destination for things to do in West Virginia. And in 2018, Vacation Idea recognized Appalachian Glass as a top 25 destination for their list of places to visit in West Virginia. Todd, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind the curtain look into your company. Man, Jim, I, I'm blessed beyond measure to get to make a living with the ones that I love. You yeah, know, man. Um, you know, we we talked. You know, this is technically, you know, my my father's brainchild with our business, but mm-hmm. you know, it all really started um, from my grandfather. My grandfather started uh, in 1959 as an in-house uh, mold maker uh, slash machinist uh, at the West Virginia Glass Specialty Company, which was located, you know, here in our little community, and yeah. and. Um, you know that that kind of transpired and getting some ideas and development, you know, to my father and 
you know, um, as I say, you know, today, you know, we, uh, we've been blessed, you know, not only to have our own little gift shop that, that families and, as we mentioned, you know, tour buses found their way here, yeah. uh, you know, throughout the year. But, you know, we've, um, we've also been blessed to supply other, you know, gift shops and, and state parks throughout the country. So mm. I always find it, um, you know, one of those things that kind of lights a little fire, you know, within you when, when you find those families that, that, that wander through that maybe have been from an area um, and that have never been exposed to, to glass making. Maybe they've only watched it on videos or have heard about it, but never has physically, you know, watched it right in front of them. And we've we've got, a, you know, one of those facilities where you can actually watch something be made right in front of your eyes and then turn around and buy that very thing, you know, in the gift shop. That's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. Todd, I mean, obviously this is a family business and, and, and your dad, you know, I know that, uh, you know, he's kind of grooming you to take this over and, and everything you've been in it. How did, how did you get started? What, what lit the fire, so to speak, no pun intended, uh, for you to, to, to get started in this business yourself personally? Well, if I'm if I'm being honest, growing up, I wanted nothing to do with any of this stuff, man. <laughs> I I I really did. I I thought that I I knew uh, the the way that was best for me. And I will say I do believe that the Lord has a greater plan for us than we'll ever have for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, it, it took a time of of being humbled uh, a time or two to. It always seemed like it it directed me back to the shop, and um, mm-hmm. you know. Early, early on, you know, those first few years, um, you know, that was, um, you know, the latter, the latter years, my junior, senior year of high school, and um, you know, my my father had kind of, you know, got me into um, cutting, you know, uh, logos and and things into glass, um, mm-hmm. you know, not not only for ourselves, um, but at that point in time, you know, there were still several um you know large manufacturers in our area you know uh princess house was was still going strong um you know uh, masterpiece crystal which was still in our community which was in jane lou uh, and we did a lot of commission work you know through them so you know that that's kind of how you know i really got started you know um and 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 really that that principle that process is you you know you're taking a stencil you know draw out a stencil uh, on on uh, a masking of, mm-hmm. of vinyl per se, you place that over top of the glass, then you cut that logo into it, and then, of course, by the time you clean that off, that image is embossed or cut, you know, into the glass, so that's, yeah. that's really how I got started, and um, I, uh, you were talking about the Sesquicentennial, yeah. and um, I remember coming back uh, from that, from that presentation in Charleston, mm-hmm. which, by the way, if, if someone is listening to this and they have not been to the Art and Cultural History Museum in Charleston, I highly suggest you you take the time to go visit that place. Yeah. Um, you know, we were we were coming back, you know, that night and it was one of those things that kind of hit me as in, you know, we as a family, you know, now granted my father had been selected, you know, for for that presentation, but mm-hmm. but he included us, you know, as as a family and and I remember you know, coming home that night thinking, you know, if if I don't step it up, you know, this thing's going to fall on my feet someday, you know, and it, yeah. and that that really lit the fire. So there was a there was a lot of uh, late nights when we're closed, uh, a lot of early mornings, you know, before really families wandering through, or or maybe Sundays after service of of just you know really trying to give that extra effort, you know, and and as I say, things things today, um, I I truly I never imagined you know, my life being, 
in 2019 as it is right now, even even back then in 2013. Mm-hmm. Never yeah. imagined it. Wow, that's that's powerful, man. Thanks for sharing that, Todd. You know, I mean, obviously, you guys manufacture glass. You're glass blowers. What's your 30 second elevator pitch for Appalachian glass? <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I I know this this may not be the uh, you know the the thing that that is highlighted in in the paper clippings but i believe i believe if you're truly truly good at something you'll never have to have a pitch you know Mm -hmm. um my my father told me early on you know if you're good at something someone else will tell you and you'll never have to go around telling anyone else and you know and i i think um i think sometimes um as um you know as uh, artisans, you know, we, we tend to spend a lot of time on telling folks how great we are instead of putting forth the work and giving a product that, that someone can take home, yeah. you know. And, and for us, you know, we kind of hang our hat on. We, we strive to have a quality product that's affordable, you know, because I, I truly believe you could have the nicest thing in the world and folks could be taking photos and commenting how great that thing is, but... At the end of the day, truly, if they're not able to take it to the register uh, and, and take that thing home, then then that thing is really just a really nice, expensive dust collector in your own place, you know. So, and that's not going to pay the bills, you know. So, you know, as I say, we um, we really focus on trying to have things that are quality but affordable. Yeah, that's great. What's the what's the thing that you're known for most? Man, I tell you, the. Uh, the glass world may uh, may scoff at the notion of you know folks making as many uh, proverbial ornaments uh, as we do, but I tell you, if the Lord allows me to sell those things as we have been, that is something uh, that we ship and sell somewhere on a daily basis. And um, you know, my my father had kind of created a story, you know, at at the very beginning that it. He, he, he labeled it a friendship ball, which is essentially, you mm-hmm. know, um, something that was passed around amongst a group of friends, you know, that has no true beginning and no true ending. Therefore, it's shaped like a sphere, you know, and, mm. and um, you know, so th- those are those are things. And we've kind of deviated by, um, you know, um, adding lights and, you know, uh, a popular one over the last three or four years is um, we um, we do a, a blue and gold version that we cut the outline of the state of West Virginia into it. So when you turn on uh, the light that we place inside of it, that image, you know, shines through. And that's, as I say, you know, we we as West Virginians, you know, we, we definitely love our, our blue and gold, and, and we also make yeah, them man. in green and white, you know. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's, that's great. You know, one of the things that, I, you know, I was on your website looking around pre- preparing for this uh, this interview, and I, th- I saw this thing called the Solar Beacon, and that this yeah. spoke to me so much because I, I, I love, I'm big on, you know, lighting and lighting fixtures, and I love glass. You know, it's an interest of mine, and I saw that thing. I was like, I got to get one of those. Those are cool. But uh, is that something that, that that's a big seller for you guys, those uh, solar it beacons? It truly is. Yeah, that, and as I say, I would say five years ago, four years ago, we, we started – you know, um, kind of messing around, you know, as I was talking about that, that lighted, you know, ornament version and, and drilling that hole in it. Well, we had some success with that. So then we started to expand our, our, our illuminated line. And, mm-hmm. and I was telling dad, you know, you know, we need something for outdoors. So, you know, we kind of kicked around some product development and, and something that, that would be durable because, you know, the, the lighted version of, of that ornament, you know, you know, if moisture gets in that opening, that'll short out that light. Sure. You know, so 
so we had uh, we had uh, you know had some of those um, outdoor patio um, you know uh, lights, and I thought you know what if what if we could figure out how to put something like this with one of our pieces of glass, and mm-hmm. and it it took us a few months of trial and error and messing around and. You know, you you generally try to gauge interest on visitors coming in. That gives you a good a good gauge. You know, is this sure. something maybe a flop or something maybe hot? But mm-hmm. yes, sir, that's a that's a popular spring and summer item. You know, yes, if you have a a window that receives good light, you can place it in the window. But we we really you know love the idea of that's something that can be placed outdoors. Very cool. Todd, what uh, what would you say is the thing you're most excited about for Appalachian Glass right now? Uh, well, you know, as I say, I'm right now a, a, a new item that that is uh, going to be released uh, in the next day or two is um, is going to be a wind chime, hmm. and um, that's that's something that I feel you know that will be a a strong, you know, uh, spring summer item, you know, to to go along with that solar beacon as well as our our hummingbird feeders. Um, but you know, as I say, we've been we've been in the lab per se, you know, mm-hmm. trying to uh, trying to come up with a few different items, you know, for this year, and and um, that's that's one of the things just because that's that's been on my mind here in the last week or two, trying to get the finalization of you know the last little things that we need to do to to get it rolled out. So the the wind chime would definitely have to be something that I that I think um, you know that that has me excited right now. Something we're going to try to keep. Uh, well, we definitely are keeping it in that twenty five dollar range. You know, yeah. so you know something that's completely handmade, but something you know for twenty five bucks. I feel confident um, that um, that it'll move. Yeah, Todd. You, you know, I kind of teed it up a little bit in the intro that you guys sell products in you know. Um, gift shops and state parks and stuff like that mm-hmm. what is your geographic yes. market what's your what's your area that you serve is it primarily well, west virginia is it outside of west virginia talk a little bit about that we we've been strong regionally um we're, we're carrying i think it's 26 or 27 of our west virginia state parks uh 16 of the virginia state parks um libby which is in toledo ohio um that's not a state park they are a pressware manufacturer but they mm-hmm. they purchase a good bit of things from us um we've got um, a few in florida and, and two in tennessee but but geographically we have um you know at least one store that's currently buying from us in 40 states we we just picked up uh, a store in indiana a couple weeks ago and uh, two stores in texas that's that awesome. puts us up to 40 yeah. you know so now you know, some of those places are, are mom and pop shops, and some of those places are, are you know larger facilities. But you know, I just I just think it's neat, you know, as I say, to to have something, you know, that that myself, my father, my grandfather made today has a chance uh, of of really being here. Let's say thirty five hundred years from now or longer, because mm-hmm. if we really think about it, glass is one of those few things. Uh, if we take care of it in this world it will not perish you know they've they've found and dated glass from 3500 years ago wow. you know and yeah. and i think that's that's need of of where those places are reaching if if those folks take care of those items that's something that that is definitely going to outlive me yeah absolutely how many employees do you guys have we currently have 5 
you know, we, um, you know, we have the three of us, you know, manufacturing glass, and then of course we have the girls up front in the packing and the shipping department. Sure. Um, yeah. But um, that's cool. But, you know, as I say, we're we're a, a family atmosphere for sure, and those that that are not family, um, we we definitely feel as though they are family. Absolutely. You know, and and I I tell you. Uh, we touched earlier, you know, on on the things that, you know, there was a point in time, you know, the only thing I was qualified to do here was to to uh, to make certain that uh, your bill was paid or to take out the trash or, mm-hmm. or and all those things, and and that that also helped me realize today um, how important those jobs are because they're they're not, you know, we may label mm-hmm. them as being something that's easy, but you know, the the sum of all parts here is how things are working mm. you know and and That's it's awesome. not just the glass blowing you yeah. know yep todd how old are you i'm 35 man you've learned a lot in, in uh in a short time that that right there that piece of wisdom you just dropped on us was was awesome and that's uh, that's very profound so thank you for sharing that i, I want to take a few seconds here just take a a second to mention our incredible sponsors for Positively West Virginia, The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is Todd Turner with Appalachian Glass, and we're learning about his uh, family business, a third-generation glassblower. Todd, let's get back into it. What, what would you say is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? First and foremost, West Virginia is my home. You yeah. know, I, yeah. um, I, think, I think anybody that, that is raised uh, in West Virginia, why, why wouldn't you want to start a business, you know, at your home? And yeah. we, um, we, can, we can tend to read the newspaper clippings or, you know, um, search out uh, websites that tell us that uh, we're at a disadvantage. And, mm. and the, only, the only thing that I will ever have to say about that is, you know, if, if you feel that uh, West Virginia, just this geographic nature of West Virginia, any business that is legal, um, I, I don't see where, where, you know, you would be at a disadvantage. The only, the only, the only uh, hang-up would be is if uh, I don't believe your plan would work anywhere. If it, why, if it can work <laughs> anywhere, why can't it work in West Virginia? Wow. And I, That's I, awesome. the older that I'm getting, you know, the the more I realize, you know, mm. yes, there are problems in my community just as much as there is anywhere else. Mm-hmm. However. You know, um, we've got to stick around and be a part of the solution. Oh, you know, that's if, strong, if man. Absolutely. I, I mean, that. think about it. If we, no. we leave and point the finger, uh, that, yep. that's not helping. Absolutely. We, you know, I, I didn't disclose this to you, but the reason I started this podcast in the first place, you know, back in 2017, to do a weekly showcase on people just like you is that it's very simple. It's uh, very simple. I got tired of hearing West Virginia being at the, top of the bad list and the bottom of all the good lists okay and my wife said why don't you do something about it i said well maybe i will (laughs) and here we are highlighting guys just like you doing what we're just talking about right and 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 the fact is i i believe i'm 100 percent convinced that the, the way out of the doldrums that we have here in west virginia is guys just like you doing it and staying here don't leave stay here start a company take over the family business start something from scratch buy a, a business that's ready to get you know getting ready to go out of business 
keep the keep the jobs here in the state. You know, if we keep fleeing and running from the problems, we're never going to solve it. It's guys like you Absolutely. that are getting it done, and I appreciate that, man. That's that's awesome. So, man, I I tell you, Jim, I'm not any extra special blessed than you or anyone else. As I say, you know, we we've got to really be committed on on being a part of that solution, as as you were hinting to, you know, and I. It it um it is disheartening when you read some of the things that that you can come across, you know, mm-hmm. that you hear about our beautiful state and we've got things in our backyard that, that visitors from all over the world when they when they find their way here are in wonderment of, mm-hmm. of the beauty that we have. Yep. And and I think sometimes we don't realize how blessed we are. Absolutely. Amen. What's the vision that you have for, for your company long term? <laughs> I uh this this may not be another one for the business manuals, but uh, I uh, I don't know what's going to go on the next thirty minutes, let alone the next thirty years. You know, uh, I I tell you, as I say, I I really relish the fact of of right what I have right now. You mm-hmm. know, um, yep. I don't um, I don't want to sound morbid by saying this, you know, but you know. Um, just because I'm the youngest of the three of us doesn't mean I'm going to be the last man standing or, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've got to really um, you know, relish what I have today with my family. Because as I say, there's there's going to come a point in time uh, in my life that, that they're, they're going to have to do this without me someday mm-hmm. or I'm going to have to try to do this without them someday. Um, so I, I really, it really helps me keep an extra focus on, on what I have, you know, in front of me right now because... Mm-hmm. I truly believe, yes, you need to have a, a long-term vision or a plan, but you can get so focused on all that and forget about what you got right in front of you right now. Yeah, absolutely. Todd, how do you, in your company, uh, how do you guys go about uh, drawing people in the, the tour buses, uh, getting the, you know, how do you, how do you attract new customers, the ones that, are, you know, the gift shops around the country, those kinds of things? Yes, how, do you, how do you do it? How do you go about doing that? That that kind of comes in several ways. Um, number one, um, we've um, of course you know going into our our 19th year, you know you you kind of acquire a a reputation, and that could be good or bad. You know that that depends on you know how how you um, have performed for other tour buses or for other state parks. You know that sure. that that word travels. Um, so that would be one way. Um, the other way is um, we have a um, a wonderful group here in my community, the the Lewis County Convention and Visitors uh, Bureau, mm-hmm. and um, they uh, they really help promote not only us but our entire area here of Lewis County um, to um, to to trade shows or or to say like uh, there'll be like uh, recently there was a a triple A um, uh, tour bus uh, thing that that was going on in Pittsburgh. So mm-hmm. you know they go and and pitch our area because. At the end of the day, as, as much as I want you know people to um, to be excited about coming and, and seeing us you know make glass and, and all of that, at the end of the day, we're just a piece of the pie of my community. Yeah. You know, so you know I, I'm not arrogant enough to think that that they're only coming to see me because there's also other things to do you know in my area. And I think when we all work together in that way, you're more than just one stop. If you're more than one stop, then generally those tour buses are going to have to stay for the night, you know, and mm-hmm. that's that's a goal, Absolutely. you know. And then, um, you know, with with the other, uh, you know, the other shops and things, you know, we we attend wholesale shows, you know, and uh, different parts of the country. And and as I say, that's that's a hit or miss thing. Some folks, 
you know, that you've been dealing with, you know, our entire 19 years, or it could be someone that you've never met before and it strikes up a, a whole new a whole new area for you. Yeah. What's one piece of advice you would give to young business people uh, who might be thinking about um, doing just like you did, following the footsteps of a family business or, or maybe even thinking about starting up a company here in our state? What's one piece of advice you would give them? I would be cautious um, on the trap of needing um, extra capital. You know, I, mm-hmm. I know... Um, I know a lot of business professionals may may take that as bad advice, but I I think um, you know the age of of grants and loans and all of those things you know can can get you in a situation where you know when when that alternate funding is is coming through all is good and well, but but what happens to your business plan when when that funding is not there? Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I think sometimes when um, when we get into starting a new business, some folks um, tend to um, think of more about you know what they want more than what they really need just to get mm. started. That's you know, awesome, those yeah. those those things will come, you know, after the fact, but but to get started, you know, you need to kind of trim it down to what do you really need? Mm-hmm. Living uh, within your means almost. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. I mean, cuz as I say, I'm I'm not saying that that you're not going to need some help here and there, but if that is what your business plan is based off of, I I feel confident that thing is not going to fly very far. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um I think that's uh, that's interesting insight for sure, and I agree with that. Todd, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Man, I I really um, that's a good question. I, I really try to surround myself, you know, around people um, that I can trust. You know, and I know that may sound trivial, but um, you know, I think you need those folks, you know, in your life um, to um, to bounce ideas off of, to to take criticism from, you know, and and you know, I I really think, you know, that's that's probably not stressed enough, and mm-hmm. not just in business, but in life in general. You know, you um, I know for me anyway, that's that's a major resource. Uh, for me, like like for instance, these these wind chimes coming out. Yeah. You know, um, I was messing around with some different shapes of of what what I had a vision for, but you know, I, I needed I needed other sets of eyes. You know, so it's it's paramount to me to have someone to give you some honest criticism. You know, as in to saying, well. Maybe you know one of the this one of the three is the one that I would take, or or I don't know if that may be a little bit too much, or you know. So um, I, I think having having surround yourself around people that you can trust, I really think kind of gets overlooked in in the resource manual uh, for life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people? <laughs> well. For me, I, uh, I I think there is some. I hate to even call it a book, and I and I would I'd call that the Bible. Um, you know, when I when I break things down in, in the course of my life, that's where my life has changed the most. And um, you know, we're told in Matthew six thirty three that if we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, all things will be added on to us. And um, when I read that, the all things, not just some of, not just what I might want, but all things. Man, that 
that um, that's that everything rings true in my life today. <laughs> that's right. That rings true in my life today. So I, I direct anybody towards the Word. That's awesome, man. I appreciate you uh, sharing a little bit of your faith too. That's a it's an important part of my life too. Uh, we share that, and I, I appreciate you uh, you uh, sharing that. Thank you. Uh, Todd, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia who can maybe elevate your business or maybe help you uh, make some inroads in areas you know that you haven't been into yet, who would that be? <laughs> That'd be my future wife, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, just joking, buddy. That's I, awesome. I, well, I we're all about making connections here, so you never know. Uh, there you go. Well, there's the comedy section, right? Mm. I, um, to to be honest, man, I I'm I'm small town. Like I I truly, you know, um, I don't believe um, there is any anybody that will not be sent into my life or hasn't already been sent into my life that can give me any guidance or direction, uh, or should I say, to to further our business. You know that 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 notion to me is silly. You know, mm-hmm. um, there is uh, there's no one that I put any you know, precedent, you know, I, that I would put on a pedestal. Sure. Um, I, you know, but I will say if, um, to play along with that and, you know, not to say that I need to meet him, but I, someone that I truly feel is a, a great ambassador to our state is coach Bob Huggins. I, uh, I really, uh, I really enjoy his, um, uh, his candid nature and honesty, uh, in his press conferences. And, and you can tell, he definitely has West Virginia throughout him. You know, Absolutely. I, I really think uh, he's a wonderful man. Have you done a uh, a basketball globe yet? <laughs> yeah. Well, he uh, we actually did a a cameo basketball globe um, for Coach Huggins. I would say two or three years ago. Awesome. Um, it, uh, it it kind of was spur of the moment thing. There was um, a group that was in here uh, near Christmas that was. Walking through the gift shops, uh, and when we make um, glass footballs, yeah. And a lady had had mentioned. I, I kind of heard her out of the, you know, out of the, the background. She goes, I, "I wonder if they make basketballs. Bob would love a basketball." And I, I don't know why. I don't even know why I stopped and said, "You know, Bob, who? You know?" And and I don't even think she knew that I was the, yeah, the, the guy that made the glass. You know. So so anyway, we struck off a conversation. Well. I had taken her her name and number. I said, "Well, I've not made a basketball yet, but but let me think about it, and uh, we'll come up with something, you know, after the Christmas rush." And um, it was one of those things that um, it didn't really start out to be. I, I don't know if you know what the cameo version is, but true cameo glass has has several layers of glass. So, okay, um, you know, it um, envision this. Um, the it has that particular piece of glass or that basketball had five layers of glass. There was a layer of clear. Then we added two layers of yellow and then two layers of blue. Mm. So, so now I have uh, what looks like a, you know, a large uh, basketball. And then I freehanded, um, you know, the, the lines that would make, you know, the, the basketball, yeah. you know, after the fact. And then you cut away that surface of the blue. So, you know, when when we place that stencil, you know, to, to make the lines in a basketball, when you cut away that surface of the blue, it leaves about a quarter of an inch uh, raised edge for those laces. And um, it it took me a good 18 hours to, to cut that basketball. And, um, you know, after after making it, and uh, 
I got uh, I got a hold of that lady, and I, I think she kind of forgot about it, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I, I said, hey, I know we haven't even talked about even making this thing other than just, you know, do you have, have you ever made a basketball? And I said, please get this to Coach Huggins. So we we um, we placed that, um, you know, on an oak base, and, and she sent me back a, a photo that, that I guess he has placed on his on his desk. So that was one of those things wow. that it was kind of – you cool know, story, that was man. A big, I'm a sports, I'm a sports nut, man. Yeah. You know, but it was one of those things. Oh, you know, oh. you, you get a vision on something, you just follow through on it. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing all that. That was a very cool story, Todd. How can our listeners in our audience uh, learn more about Appalachian Glass and you know get in contact with you guys? What's Absolutely. the best way? Well, well, uh, you know, you can you can obviously uh, you know check us out on Facebook uh, on our Facebook page. You can um, you know give us a, a, a call if you need directions to find us here. I I personally believe if you can find your way here, um, I I really believe we can we can do a a, a good job and and showing you how and why we do certain things yeah. you know uh, pertaining to glass. Uh, the number to reach us is three zero four. Two six nine one zero three zero, and then of course um, you know my um, my email address, which is appglasstodd at gmail uh, and or uh, chip at appglass.com will uh, either give you um, you know uh, your questions uh, to my myself or my father. Yeah, and your website. They can also look us up on our website, yes, yeah. sir, appglass.com. Yeah, and we'll make sure we have all those uh, links and numbers and emails and stuff in the show notes for the podcast okay. as well. So thanks Thank for doing that, man. Todd, it's yes, been sir. my pleasure to have you on to share a little bit of your story of Appalachian Glass. Your passion comes through. I, I, one of these days I'm going to make it down there. I notice you have a an orange and white fish on your web, website. I'm a big fisherman, and, I, and my company colors yes, are orange and white, so I'm going to come down there and buy ah. that thing as soon as I get down there to Weston. But, uh, but that's awesome. Thank you for being on the show man you're awesome jim i really appreciate it man thank you and thank you for what you're doing keep it up brother yeah yeah absolutely well folks that's a wrap on another episode of positively west virginia positively west virginia is brought to you by the state journal wvnews.com interaction media united bank and Milan. as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the mountain state just like todd turner and appalachian glass Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know of would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And I just want to say uh, thank you for all the comments and encouragement you guys send us each week. We really appreciate that, as well as uh, sharing these stories on social media. Keep that up, too. We really appreciate that. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.